Tips to Securing Your First Social Work Job, Episode 93 of the Social Workers Rise podcast. Hello, my name is Katherine Moore, social worker, mom, coffee lover, and founder of Social Workers Rise, where we inspire social workers to connect, expand their knowledge, and change more lives than they ever thought possible. I'm so excited you found my podcast. We will talk everything social work on every level from micro to macro. We will hear the stories of social workers who are doing big things, learn new skills, and most importantly, give you actionable steps to make a difference today. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Social Workers Rise Today, I am talking to all of the new social work graduates out there. You have your sparkly new degree. Now, how the heck do you find a job? Today, we're going to talk about how to get started, how to get your foot in the door. It's going to be a really effective, brief overview to get you started. First, we're going to listen to our sponsor from the Rise Directory and hop right into it. This episode is proudly brought to you by the RISE Directory, a national directory of clinical supervisors who are dedicated to helping the next generation of clinical social workers grow in their clinical skills. The link is in the show notes. Check it out and tell every clinical supervisor you know about this directory. Hey, congratulations on graduating. Whoop, whoop. So excited for you. You have your social work degree, your BSW, your MSW. You finished the internships. You finished all those papers, all that group work. You are finally done. Now, how do we land your first job before all those student loans start kicking in? Today, we're going to cover some brief overview tips on how to get started. How do we get our foot in the door? What do we do? So first, um, I do want to mention that your self-awareness and self-care is vital here because we cannot be critically thinking. We cannot get creative. We cannot be our fully authentic selves if we are burnt out. And a lot of times, people are burnt out as students already. So you have been working and working and working for one to three to four years on your degree, going to internships. You're probably working another job. You have family obligations. There is a lot going on for a lot of social work students, especially right now when Inflation is out of control, so finances are a stressor, and our mental health has been suffering too. Studies have shown that the mental health of students has declined since the pandemic. So there is a lot going on right now. And first and foremost, give yourself grace. Check in with yourself. See if you are feeling burnt out. And if so, take that time to just relax, distress, do what you can 
Um, do the job search, but don't be too hard on yourself. And I know that can be easier said than done when finances are tight again. But again, it, you got to do your best. You got to do your best here. Um, and if you can't learn how to do that now, then you're going to be in really big trouble once you do get a job. And if you still have poor boundaries and poor routines that are leading to burnout, then we're going to be in trouble. So we need to get that out of the way because once you are able to rest, relax, and think clearly, that's when we can really get specific around what it is that you want. Because we don't want to go into this job search just vague. Say, I just want to get hired literally anywhere. While that may be true, we do want to get specific into what type of job are we aiming for. And this is really going to depend on you, your experience, what you're open to, what you want to go into. So really get specific. And I would encourage you to write down what type of job would be ideal for you. What is your dream job? What would you like to do? And something that you feel is is realistic, right? Coming out of um, out of school with the experience that you have, and and when I say realistic, I mean if you are a new grad and all you've done is internships, chances are you're not going to land a director role somewhere because you don't have experience, right? But if you have been in the field a long time, maybe you're making a shift from another industry into this industry, maybe a director is realistic for you. So we need to get really specific into what it is that we're looking for because social work is so huge and there's so many different niches that it's easy to kind of get lost into like, oh, what do I do? Where do I go? How do I even get started? So get specific. Write down the type of job that you want. Are you going to be commuting? What city is it in? How far away would it be from your from your home? Um, would you be willing to move? Do you want to move? Does Do you want to be in another city? Uh, do you want it to be remote? What type of population are you going to work with? What type of hours and days would you like to see? What type of salary do you need to cover your bills and to pay for the lifestyle that you want, that you need, right? So get really specific in this. And I would encourage you to, to look at the job descriptions for these jobs and see, you know, is this something that you really would want to do? Is working with children, you know, the job descriptions for them, is it something that's in alignment with what you want, what you want to learn about? If so, go for it, right? Look at these job descriptions and then tailor your resume, revamp your resume to the job that you want, right? So the reason why I'm telling you to get very specific is because we can't accomplish a goal if we don't know what it is. And people can't hire us if they don't know what we do. Why would they hire someone who's vaguely sure about what they want to do? They want someone who's confident and, say, and can go into that interview and say, this is what I want because X, Y, and Z. You're good at it. You're a badass. You have this experience. You have these internships. You have personal experience. Whatever it may be, bring in everything, 
right? So revamp your resume to what to the job that you want. And what I mean by that is when you're looking through the job descriptions, don't just don't just read it and say, oh, okay, that's nice. Um, and then for your own resume, while it is important to put, you know, what you have done, if there's ways that you can tailor it to the job that you want, to the job descriptions that you're seeing, then do that. You may need to emphasize different skills or different duties that you have done in the past to make it stand out to that position. For example, if I want to start into medical social work, right, and my experience has been working with children, children, families, then there's a lot of different ways that I can tailor my experience to meet the demands of that of that job position, right? But I need to know what does that job position ask for first. So if I've done if I've done work with children and families, I'm gonna emphasize that I've worked collaboratively with the team members to accomplish goals, that I've done care planning, that I have done conflict resolution and crisis response and suicide interventions, all of these things that the medical uh, job description is asking for, if I have done it, I would like to include it in my resume if possible. So that's what I mean when I say tailor your resume to the type of job that you want because we're going to be highlighting the skills so that when the HR, the human resources, or the hiring manager looks at it, it's obviously clear that you meet the specifications for the job, that you have done these duties before, right? We cannot assume that they know what we can do. Social work is a very misunderstood profession, and they may not be social workers. So they may not be able to see the connection between working with families and medical social work, right? So we want to make that very, very clear for them. Additionally, uh, we want to obviously start applying for jobs. And a big website that you can go on is Indeed. Now, you can fill out an Indeed profile and your resume and leave it there and cross your fingers and hope for the best. But if you really want to stand out among the thousands of other social work graduates, then we really need to take it a step further. And because you are listening to Social Workers Rise, I know that you might be an overachiever. You might be the one to say, I'm not satisfied with the status quo. I'm going to do everything I possibly can to advance my career and to position myself to be successful, whatever that looks like for you. So if this is you, and I'm guessing that it is, you also need a LinkedIn profile. I know it can be a weird social media platform. A lot of times if you're new, you're like, what is this? This is completely different. Where are the reels? (laughs) But rest assured, I promise you, LinkedIn is a place for professionals 
to go for networking and connection building. And most of the jobs that I have gotten, that my colleagues have gotten, are because they have known somebody. So if you want to work in a specific job, in a specific industry, you need to start getting to know those people. Because ideally, the plan is that they're going to be your colleagues one day, right? So we want to get to know those people. So you need to be able to be on LinkedIn and use LinkedIn, use it effectively, build connections. And this is where LinkedIn is one place, but this is where we need to then start letting your connections know, letting your networks know that you're open for employment. So once you have gotten very specific on the type of job that you want, where it is, you have revamped your resume to the type of job that you want, you have uploaded your resume and completed the Indeed profile, you have hopefully completed the LinkedIn profile, you are engaging with other professionals and networking. Now we can let your networks know that you are open for employment at X, Y, and Z. Your ideal position looks like this. Please let me know if anyone is hiring or if you hear of anything. And when I say your networks, this is anybody that you know personally, your colleagues, coworkers, any kind of past professors, your university, they might have a job board there. Um, You can even utilize social media. Sometimes there's groups with these professionals in them, either on Facebook or LinkedIn. And just let people know, you will be surprised at how many people want to help you find a job. So that would be like my, my biggest tip is to, to put yourself out there and really start connecting with others that are in the space you want to be. So even if you can't necessarily get hired at this moment, what you can do is find someone with the job that you want and start talking to them. See if they'll be able to meet with you for, you know, a 30-minute Zoom chat or something just to ask them questions about their job and what they like and any tips for you, anything that you might need to do. Do you need extra certifications? Do you need um, extra training? Is, you know, what is it? What tips do you need? Do you need a volunteer at an organization to get experience? So there's a lot of different ways that you can start integrating yourself into the role or into the industry that you want to be in. So I hope that is helpful for you. If you need more assistance, more one-on-one support, let me know. Please let me know because I love helping people with this. I have our career counseling, career coaching that I'm offering right now for a very limited number of people where we will revamp your resume. I go through it with a red pen and give you a whole slew of updates and corrections and just ways to make it stronger to make your resume stand out for the job that you want. Also do LinkedIn revamps. So I've had people who did a LinkedIn update, LinkedIn profile, 
and they had recruiters reaching out to them. And within a week, they had landed two interviews. So I kid you not when I say LinkedIn is a great place to go to network and get jobs. It's where people can find you. So people who are looking for social workers with your skill set, they can find you there on LinkedIn and get to know you and see if you're a good fit and invite you to apply for their job. How amazing would that be where you have people who say, hey, we love your experience. Please apply for our job. Please come interview with us. That would be amazing. So I want to be the one to help you with that. If you are ready to take the next step to make a investment in your career, then definitely let me know. The link for my email is in the show notes and I am open. My email is open. Please let me know if I can be of any help to you. I would love to help you land your first job and get your foot in the door in any way that I can. If you enjoyed this episode, if you got any value from it, please share with your colleagues, share with other social workers. You can tag me on Instagram at socialworkersrise. I am on LinkedIn, so you can definitely connect with me there. I would love, love to get to know you. And until next week, take care. Bye. If you're planning to take the BBS Law and Ethics exam, the ASWB Master's or Clinical Licensure exam, or if you're studying for the MFT exam, then you need a proven program that can help you understand the exam questions and pass with confidence. If this is you, I highly recommend the Therapist Development Center. I personally use TDC to pass my law and ethics and clinical exams and found the program provided me with everything I needed to pass with confidence. TDC's program integrates various ways of learning in an organized fashion containing all of the information you need to pass without the overwhelm. And now, bonus, TDC is also offering a library of continuing education courses that fulfill your license renewal requirements and will support you in your career development. If this sounds like something that you need, visit their website, therapistdevelopmentcenter.com and use the code SWRISE10 at checkout to receive 10% off any of their CE courses, including their brand new course, On the Edge of Life, an introduction to suicidality. You can also check out the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Social Workers Rise. If you loved it, please open up your iTunes, tap the five stars, and leave a short note on why you love listening to the Social Workers Rise podcast. Also, if you want to share it on social media, I absolutely love it. You have me fangirling all over you. Take a screenshot and share it and tag me at Social Workers Rise on Instagram and Facebook. Lastly, just want to leave a little bit of legal disclosure here that the information, opinions, and recommendations presented in the Social Workers Rise podcast 
are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done so at your own risk. This podcast should not be used in place of professional advice, therapy, or clinical supervision. And with that, my friends, I'll talk to you next week.